Hello everyone. Good morning once again. So I'm coming to you from the throne room of God to present to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope we are all doing very well. And we are still on the spirit of might. And I pray that the word of God will speed ahead and that it will be another wherever it goes in Jesus' mighty name. So today we are treating the spirit of might as the one who empowers us to be holy. Yesterday, we learned that he's the one who helps us overcome our weaknesses. So we are moving on to the state of holiness from moving on from um, um, overcoming our weaknesses. He is the one that makes us holy. Um, in First Peter chapter 1 verse 2 and chapter 1 verse 5, it says that God the Father knew you and chose you long ago and his spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And 1.5 says that, And through your faith in God, that is God is protecting you by his power, and until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. Okay, so God's power is evident in his spirit. And power is of, of from the Holy Spirit. When the spirit is active in a person, that is the spirit of might, um, the person gains the ability to do. He becomes more able to do things like we learned yesterday. He gets endowed with the power to make things happen. He not only says or wishes things, but um, is given power from on high to, to, to change things. Okay, And power is the only way to cause change. When we receive the spirit of might, and um, we receive power also. But like I said yesterday, that power needs to be activated. Romans 1 verse 4 a says that, And he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So he kept saying that I am the son of God. I am the son of God. He kept saying it. But then what proved that he was actually the son of God was by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Some people argue, okay, that no one can ever be holy. But the Bible explains that this is possible. And the medium through which this can be effected is a personality of the Godhead called the Holy Spirit, according to 2 Peter chapter, chapter 1, verse 3. Okay, let me tell you about this experience. Okay, um, we know that um, God's presence is, is active in a very holy environment because God dwells in a holy place. He says, I am holy. Therefore, be holy. It's when you are in a holy state that he can be with you. I remember one time I was talking to a prospective client on the phone. I had not seen her before. I had never met her. But then as we were talking, anytime she spoke, I felt this strange um, feeling. Like it was a feeling of peace, but it was like some slight goosebumps. She spoke. Anytime she spoke, I kept feeling it. I kept feeling it. And it was so peaceful. So at a point, I just stopped and I asked her, um, Mom, please, um, what exactly do you do? Who are you? And then she told me that, oh, she's a, a reverend minister. And I was like, uh-huh. And I was like, you, you, you really carry, you carry the presence of God. And it's so, it's so evident around you that even when you speak to me on the phone, I can feel it. And then she was smiling. Then she, then she went to say other things to me about what she was doing and all. And I'm like, wow. So the, the presence of God can be carried through the phone. And another time too, um, I was in, I, I entered a certain church. Literally, I entered the church. I felt the presence of God so strongly in the church. Okay, so you can carry the presence of God only when you're in a holy state. 
So the holy state is actually a possible, it's a possible thing. And I have and I've listened to some men of God, and as I listen to them in my room or in my private place, I felt the presence of God like it was so real around me, it was so tangible. Okay, so the presence of God can actually be felt, and if it can be felt around a person, that is the state of holiness. Okay, God dwells in a state of holiness. If you want, if you want to to have the presence of God around you, you can achieve this by being holy. Okay, so it's actually a very possible state to be in. The Holy Spirit is the one who makes us holy and makes us carry God's presence around. Okay. So some people are arguing that one can never be holy, it is not possible, only God is holy. Please, that is a fallacy. It is never true. God says that he is holy, therefore we should be holy. We should be holy because he wants to He wants to be able to be with us. He wants us to carry him wherever we go. That is why he says that we should be holy, to carry God's presence with us. Okay, Second Peter 1 says that by his divine power, God has given us everything we need okay living a godly life by that power the power is of the holy spirit so by the holy spirit he has given us everything we need so once you're able to activate the spirit of might you are living a godly life and it says we have received all of this by coming to know him the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence okay so by the power of the holy spirit everything needed in order to fulfill a godly life has been given to us what we need to do is to access his everything we need to carry his presence everything we need for him to walk with us everything we need for him to be with us he has given it to us if you believe in the virgin birth of jesus christ then believe also that this being that made it possible by empowering a virgin to carry pregnancy for nine months and be delivered of a baby boy is also able to empower any willing man to be holy leviticus 11 44 says that for i am the lord your god you must consecrate yourselves and be holy because i am holy so do not defile yourselves with any of these small animals that carry along the ground okay holiness therefore comes about when we have consecrated ourselves to consecrate means to, to, to separate ourselves from all other purposes except that which is god it means that we do not submit any part of the members of our bodies for any purpose which is not God's. We do not submit our mind. We do not submit our, our, our tongue. We do not submit our ears. We do not submit our eyes. Okay? To things which are not godly. Okay? But then we separate ourselves. We tell ourselves that this body is for God alone. I will not look at anything that will make God angry or sad. I will not say anything that will cause the Holy Spirit to be grieved. I will not, I will not think about things that will make the Holy Spirit um, to leave me like what Saul did, thinking about evil, thinking about killing David, you know, such um, thoughts, evil thoughts, such um, vengeful thoughts, you know, such a bitter thoughts. Even when somebody offends you, you do not think about those things, okay? So you, 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 you commit and submit your, your whole body, okay, to the purpose of God, okay? That you do not participate in anything God has not orchestrated. In James 1, 27, pure and genuine religion okay that is christianity in the sight of god not before men includes refusing to let the world corrupt you okay that is pure religion that is refusing to let the world corrupt you in elucidating this point the holy spirit presented a vivid picture based on some verses in hebrews chapter 10 
Now, now look at this very carefully. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offerings you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. Okay. With burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. Now, what this in effect means is that the Lord has rejected or is not pleased with our many activities in the name of religion. His concern is not the offerings, the sacrifices in church, be it time or resources such as the joining of any group. God is not primarily looking for our fat tithes and our presence in his house per se. That is religion and he is not pleased with it. What we are putting on the altar is not chiefly acceptable to him. The king is not pleased with the money, our time, our seed, you've joined the choir, you've joined intercessory, etc. on the altar. What he yearns and what pleases him is the body he has prepared for us, the body he has given to us. He says that, therefore, when Christ came, he said, sacrifice and offering to did not desire, but a body, a body you have prepared for me. Okay, so with burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. So I have come, therefore, to do thy will, O God. That's what Hebrews chapter 10 says. He says that, that this is what we should sacrifice on the altar for him. He says that this is the offering which is pleasing to him. It is the incense from our bodies that rise up to heaven to cause the king of all kings to be pleased with us. That is the sacrifice he wants. If we cannot sacrifice these bodies for him, we cannot please him. If we cannot kill these bodies on the altar and make his holy fire burn and consume all impurities, we cannot make him smile down at us. We have come to the time that we let our bodies go for the spirit man to take charge. When the bodies are offered with all addictions and weaknesses, then the spirit man can assume its position as a priest to do your will oh god the only way man can do the will of god is to sacrifice that body and its desires killing or ignoring whatever causes god's spirit to be sad or not to go do not forget that sunday school song which says read your bible pray every day if you want to go every day is the key word watch with jesus at least one hour Pray in the Holy Ghost for at least one hour. You can sing your tongues too and make it a melody. Go on, you can do it. How many times have you said no to flesh breakfast just to feed the spirit breakfast? How many times have you said, okay, flesh, last week I fed you all the days, but you know the spirit must increase while you decrease. So this week I am going to concentrate on the spirit. How many times have you chosen to read your Bible over that series or that comic strip? Strike a balance, but remember that the spirit must be the one to have larger doses because he's the one to empower you. If you allow the flesh the fat doses, he will disappoint you. I'm sad to say, he will never do you any good after the fat doses. Remember what Jesus said, then he said, Here I am, it is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God. First, he said. Sacrifices and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not desire, nor were you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance with the law. Then he said, Here I am, I have come to do your will. He sets aside the first to establish the second. It is possible to be holy, just as it is possible for a virgin birth. The Spirit makes it possible. It is the Spirit of might who sees that with God all things are possible. It is that Spirit, the Spirit of might. He is the one that makes it possible 
impossible for all things to be. If you do not believe in holiness, you do not believe in Jesus. Because in him lies the mystery of holiness. Let me repeat. If you do not believe in holiness, you do not believe in Jesus. Because in him lies the mystery of holiness. Leviticus 19.1-2 says that, Speak to the entire assembly of Israel and say to them, Be holy, because I, the Lord your God, am holy. Look, you can carry the presence of God. You can speak and people will feel the presence of God. You can walk amongst people and people will feel the presence of God. If we believe we are God's children who share in the inheritance with Jesus Christ, we might as well be like our Father, because we are all gods. One of the functions or works of the Holy Spirit is to make us holy. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13 says, Because God chose you as first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth, okay? He will indeed make us holy if we will allow Him. What you should know is that it is not through your own strength or willpower to make yourself holy. 2 Timothy 3 verse 5 says, you know, it talks about certain power that enables that function in man. He says they will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. So there is a power that makes one holy. There is a power that makes one like God. There is a power that makes you carry the presence of God with you. So God the Father knew you and chose you long ago and his spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. This power is the Holy Spirit. These things are rare because believers only receive the Holy Spirit and sit on him. Please, he is in the boat, waking him up, waking him up. Jesus has not, the Holy Spirit has not been allowed to function in his full potentiality. We have not given him the expression for that. Wake the Holy Spirit up in your boat. He is lying down in a on a cushion wake him up father we thank you for your word today we thank you father us for choosing us even a long time ago before we knew you thank you for allowing the holy spirit to make us holy thank you that we have been cleansed by the blood of jesus christ thank you for protecting us by your power until we receive your salvation which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see father we pray in the name of jesus christ that 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 we will please you through our bodies which you have prepared for us. We pray that, oh Lord, that we receive the power that enables us to sacrifice our bodies on the altar for you. May the incense from our bodies that rise up to heaven cause you, oh great King of Zion, to be pleased with us. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving.